Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show, where each week I rank movies in a variety of categories from franchise and subgenre to directors and actors. No film is left unwatched as I break down my top five picks. So join me every Sunday for new episodes and get ready to dive into the world of Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show. Ho, 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 horror fans. Welcome to a very special and spine-tingling episode of Top 5. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and tonight we deck the halls with screams and scares as we rank the top five movies in the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise. Get ready for a sleigh ride through one of horror's most chilling Christmas offerings. This controversial franchise first shocked audiences in the 1980s, blending the merry and bright with the downright terrifying. From killer Santas to toy store massacres, Silent Night, Deadly Night delivered a shocking, a stocking full of horror and controversy. Let's jingle all the way back to where it all began, the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. This film not only scared the eggnog out of everyone, but also sparked outrage for its portrayal of Silent or Saint Nick as a slasher. Remember, remember the outcry? It was the nightmare before Christmas for parents everywhere. Then there was the sequel. Ah, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. A gift that keeps on giving with its, uh, let's say, unique approach to storytelling. It's as if the filmmakers found the recycle button and just kept pressing it. And who could forget the immortal line, Garbage Day! Truly a moment that's both horrific and hilarious. As we move through the list, the sequels take on a wild sleigh ride through orphanages to toy stores, each with their own twists on the holiday horror. Toy soldiers and remote-controlled cars weren't just toys in this franchise. They were tools of terror. And let's not overlook the series later, series later installments, which veer into the bizarre and sometimes campy territory. It's like finding the strangest gifts under the Christmas tree. You're not sure what to make of it, but you can't look away. So, as we rank these Yuletide nightmares, we're not just talking about scares and screams. We're delving into a franchise that dared to take one of the most beloved holidays and turn it into a canvas of horror. It's a sleigh ride through a winter wonderland that you'll never forget. Stick around as we unwrap the terror and count down the top five Silent Night, Deadly Night films. It's going to be a frightful festival, and you don't want to miss a single chilling moment. I feel like December is the only time of year that I could do this top five. Uh, There are a ton of Christmas horror films out of those There are many franchises, but not many of those franchises have at least five films which I would be able to rank on this show. Uh, And I would say this is one of the most unique movie franchises I've ranked. Uh, You have two and a half of these movies are connected. 
you have, uh, or even movies, one of them is half a movie, uh, you have two of them that are very mildly related films, and then you have one reboot, and then you have one movie, uh, basically the previous film shown in flashback for about 75% of its runtime. Uh, you know, this is a franchise I have n- had never seen a single movie from. However, I had listened to a podcast discussing this film franchise, so I was expecting the campy, low-budget horror franchise that it was, uh, and these movies delivered definitely. Right, F- Only five movies will make this list, and one of them will be given a lump of coal and left at the orphanage, as it will not make my top five lists. So let's get started on my top five favorite Silent Night, Deadly Night movie. Starting off with number five, my fifth favorite. This is my second least favorite. Obviously, one will not make the list. But this one, coming in at number five, is Silent Night. Came out in 2012. This is serves as a loose remake of the 1984 slasher film, Silent Night, Deadly Night. This one directed by Steve C. Miller. The film is known for its blending elements of horror and dark comedy set against the backdrop of Christmas. Of course, you have the cast in this one is Malcolm McDowell, a Sheriff Cooper, the small town sheriff trying to solve the murders. You have Jamie King as Deputy Aubrey Brad- Bradamore who finds herself at the center of the action. You also have Donald Loge, 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 Logue as Santa Jim Epstein, a local man who plays a department store Santa Claus. You also have Ellen Wong, Brendan Ferrer, and Lisa Marie in supporting roles. In this movie, the film is set in a slip, uh, sleepy West Midwest, Midwestern, a sleepy Midwestern, town during the christmas season the story kicks off when a serial killer dressed in a santa claus costume begins a murderous rampage the killer's motives and identity are a mystery and their methods are particularly brutal often using holiday themed means to dispatch victims deputy aubrey aubrey bradamore who is struggling with personal issues and her career, finds herself leading the investigation into the killing. As other officers are either too incompetent or too indifferent to take the matter seriously, she is aided to some degree by the eccentric and overbearing Sheriff Cooper. As the body count rises, Deputy Bradamore delves deeper into the cases, uncovering dark secrets about the town and its residents. The film builds towards a climax as she tries to stop the killer before more lives are lost. Uh, This movie has horror mixed with dark comedy, obviously. Silent Night combines horror elements with dark humor, offering a somewhat satirical take on the slasher genre. You have some gore and creative kills in this movie, true to the slasher movie tradition. The film features a variety of creative graphic murder scenes with a holiday twist. This one also, of course, homages to the original. While it is a loose remake of the film, of the first film, the film pays homage to Silent Night, Deadly Night, especially in its thematic elements and some plot points. 
uh, performances in this by Jamie Knight is the lead character. Uh, Deputy Bradamore is noted for adding a level of seriousness and depth to the otherwise campy and over-the-top uh, uh, proceedings. The film received mixed reviews with some critics appreciating its blend of horror and dark comedy, the others finding it lacking in terms of plot and character development. Silent Night Dead or just Silent Night is often viewed by fans as a fun and gory entry into the holiday horror subgenre, appealing to viewers looking for a less traditional and more twisted kind of holiday movie. Um, this one, uh, you know, it was a movie. It was an interesting take reboot on the franchise. Uh, definitely instead of following and focusing on the character who becomes the murderer, like the first movie does, this one really is about the cop. Um, and a lot of the kills are very similar to the first movie. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it would have been my least favorite of the franchise, but there was one movie that I think some people have a weird love for, but uh, there was no way I was putting that on the list, uh, and unless I was going to just not count this movie at all, but I was counting this movie because it is part of the franchise, uh, but my least kind of favorite uh, of the franchise, aside from one other. Uh, so coming in number five is Silent Night from 2012. Moving on to my fourth favorite Silent Night, Deadly Night film. Uh, this one was uh, an interesting, there's definitely some interesting elements to this one. I enjoyed the swings that it took, uh, but also was probably the one film that felt the least Christmassy. So coming in at number four is Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch out! Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better Watch Out is a movie from 1989, directed by Monty Hellman. It's the third installment in the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise, which is a series of horror films centered around Christmas-themed slayers or slayings. The film follows the continuity established in the first two movies, particularly the story of the killer Santa Claus, Billy Chapman. Uh, in this movie, Billy, uh, wait, Billy Mosley plays Ricky Caldwell, the brain-damaged killer from the previous film who has been in a coma, so he somehow survived the, the second film. You have Samantha Scully as Laura Anderson, a blind woman with a psychic abilities to become connected to Ricky. You have Richard Bamer as Dr. Uh, Newberry, a doctor using experimental techniques to reach into Ricky's mind. You also have Robert Culp as Lieutenant Connolly, a detective trying to stop Ricky's killing spree. In this movie, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, Better Watch Out, picks up the story of Ricky Caldwell, the killer from the second film who has been uh, rendered comatose and brain damage from his previous violent encounters an experimental procedure conducted by dr newberry involving a psychic link between ricky and a blind telepathic woman named laura during the experiment the connection inadvertently awakens ricky from his coma and he escapes from the hospital 
wearing a transparent dome on his head, which reveals his exposed brain due to the injuries he sustained. Ricky sets out on a murderous rampage once again. The film follows Laura, who becomes aware of Ricky's actions through their psychic link, as Ricky murderous as Ricky's murderous instincts drive him to Laura's location, she, her brother, and her grandmother must face the terror, along with her brother's girlfriend, must face the terror he brings with him. Detective Connolly is also on Ricky's tail, attempting to put an end to his killing spree. Uh, in this movie, is the continuation of the story is a notable aspect. The film tries to maintain continuity with the predecessors by following the story of Ricky Caldwell, who, with a significantly different approach, uh, the uh, the psychic connection, the inclusion of psychic elements with the connection between Laura and Ricky adds a new dimension to the standard slasher formula of the series. You also have stylistic choices, which were very interesting. The visual style, particularly the portrayal of Ricky with a transparent dome on his head, a notable aspect of the film, uh, albeit often remarked upon for its low-budget appearance. I loved that aspect. I thought that was very interesting. This is very much like a uh, Frankenstein's monster kind of a, a take on the, the Silent Night story. Uh, the reception of Silent Night Deadly Night 3 was generally received poorly by critics and fans of the series. It's often criticized for its low-budget production value, uh, divergent tone from the original, and lackluster horror elements. As a low-budget direct-to-video release, Silent Night Deadly Night 3, better watch out, didn't make a significant impact in the horror franchise or horror genre, and is often regarded as a weaker entry in the Silent Night Deadly Night series. It primarily appeals to fans of the franchise and those interested in exploring the various iterations of holiday-themed horror films. Uh, there were definitely some confusing moments in this one. I actually liked the dome on Ricky's head. I thought that was interesting. Uh, far better than the movie that came before Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, which is the one that is told in mostly flashbacks, a.k.a. mostly just all of the footage from the first movie, um, but does have the classic line. This one, I thought, was at least trying some really interesting stuff. Uh, so for that alone, the effort is why it is here at number four. Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch out! Let's take a short break from this episode. Listeners, let me paint you a picture. Imagine owning a piece of art that's not only visually striking, but also exclusive. Dive deep into the many faces. A series that's now available as high-quality, limited-edition Prince. Each piece captures the essence of abstract and surreal beauty, making it a perfect conversation starter for your space. What makes these prints even more special? They're all hand-signed and numbered by the artist, me, adding that personal touch of authenticity. And the best part, you don't need to break the bank to own one. Starting at just $5 for a 4 by 6 inch size piece. And the prices scale up from there. As well as the sizes. 
giving you options to suit your space and your budget. Art collectors, enthusiasts, or anyone who loves a unique piece, this is your chance. Elevate your space, elevate your walls, and own a piece of limited edition artistry. Head over to InspiredDisorder.com and secure your exclusive print today. Now let's get back to the show. Moving on to my third favorite Silent Night, Deadly Night film. My third favorite Silent Night, Deadly Night film in the franchise. This one is one where the franchise really takes a big turn, I would say. And really changes things up in a very interesting way. Actually, this one may this one may have be in competition with the previous one as being the least Christmassy. Uh, but this one coming in at number three, my third favorite in the franchise, is Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 Initiation. This is also known as Bugs. Apparently, I guess maybe the subtitles, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Bugs. Because uh, bugs are very much an, an aspect to the horror of this one. Uh, this came out in 1990, and it's the fourth installment in the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise, directed by Brian Usna. Uh, it marked a departure from the previous film in the series, previous films in the series, as it does not follow the storyline of a killer Santa at all. Uh, either of them, Billy or Ricky, but instead presents an entirely new narrative. In this cast of this film, you have Clint Howard as Ricky, not related, a character who shares only the name uh, with the killer from the previous film. You also have Neith Hunter as Kim Levitt, uh, Levitt, a reporter working for the Los Angeles Eye, who becomes the center central character of the story. You also have Maude Adams as FEMA, a woman involved in a mysterious cult. You have Tommy Hinckley as Hank, Kim's boyfriend. You have Alice Beasley as Janice, Kim's co-worker. In this movie, the film centers on Kim Levitt, a young reporter in Los Angeles who is investigating the mysterious death of a woman who fell from a building. Her investigation leads her to a bookshop run by FEMA who is involved in a feminist cult with uh, sinister motives. As Kim delves deeper into her investigation, she becomes entangled in the cult's activities, which involves witchcraft and ritualistic practices. The cult's agenda revolves around using Kim for a bizarre initiation rite, which involves grotesque and horrific elements, including the use of insects in the ritual. Kim's journey is one of both terror and self-discovery as she encounters increasingly bizarre and dangerous situations. The film delves into themes of feminism, sexuality, and body horror, marking a significant thematic shift from the slasher roots of the franchise. Many notable aspects of this film. Uh, of course, the departure from the series' norms, unlike its predecessors, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, abandons its Christmas setting and series killer plot, uh, focusing instead on occult themes and body horror. Uh, the body horror aspect is another notable aspect. The film features gruesome special effects and body horror elements, which are characteristic uh, or are characteristic uh, 
yeah, characteristic of Brian Usman's directorial style, he did another movie, I think called Society, that is another crazy body horror movie. Uh, this movie also has is dealing with cults and occult themes. The plot focuses on a feminist cult and witchcraft, uh, distinguishing it from typical slasher films, offering a different type of horror narrative. Uh, the reception of this film, it was received mixed reviews, with some viewers appreciating its unique take on horror, while others missed the continuity of the original Killer Santa Claus theme. Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 Initiation is often seen as an outlier in the series, appealing more to fans of occult horror and body horror than those looking for a traditional slasher film experience. Its unique approach and thematic content uh, make it a curious entry in the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise. Uh, I was very confused that this took uh, a big turn, uh, but the body horror stuff was crazy like when this movie when i kind of realized this was just a different movie like they turned the franchise into more of an anthology series uh and just realized it was another different type of horror story set during christmas time although it's christmas time in la which doesn't have the feel and look of christmas in most other places um you know, settling in, I, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it by the end. I thought it was interesting anyway. Uh, more exciting than the third film. Uh, and still taking big swings. I enjoy the big swings. And uh, nothing nothing at all in common with the, the other films aside from name. So it's like some of these movies are definitely just fil horror films that were written. And they just slapped the Silent Night, Deadly Night title on it. Uh, to sell, I guess, because it's such a successful franchise. Uh, I don't really know the the uh, the thought process behind all that. But regardless, my third favorite film in the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise is Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Initiation. And I would definitely check out, if you liked it, check out the director's other films. Because he, he does body horror in a very disgusting way. Uh, moving on to my second favorite film in the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise. This is the movie that set the tone and started it all off. Coming in at number two is Silent Night, Deadly Night, the very first film. came out in 1984. It's a slasher film directed by Charles E. Cellier, or Cellier Jr., the film sparked controversy upon its release due to its graphic content and the portrayal of Santa Claus as a murderer, leading to protests and its eventual temporary withdrawal from theaters. Uh, I believe the trailer sparked a lot of controversy, and I do also believe the way people protested this movie were to sing Christmas carols outside of the theater, which is a very interesting protest. However, despite or perhaps because of the notoriety of this, of all of those things, it has gained a cult following over the years. Uh, this movie has a cast of Robert Brian Wilson as Billy Chapman, the main character who has become the killer Santa Claus. Uh, you have Lillian Coven as Mother Superior, the strict nun who runs the orphanage where Billy grows up. 
You have Gilmer McCormick as Sister Margaret, a nun who is sympathetic to Billy's trauma. You also have Tony Nero as Pamela, Billy's co-worker and love interest. You also have Lenny, uh, Linnea Quigley as a support in supporting roles. You have in this movie, the film's uh, story centers around Billy Chapman, who, as a child, witnessed the brutal murder of his parents by a criminal dressed in a Santa suit on Christmas Eve. Traumatized by this experience, Billy is raised in an orphanage under the strict and unsympathetic guidance of Mother Superior, whose disciplines, uh, who disciplines him harshly for his fears and obsession with Santa Claus. As a young adult, Billy takes a job at a local toy store. However, his trauma resurfaces when he is asked to dress as Santa Claus for the store during the holiday season. The pressure and memories trigger a psychopathic break, or a psychotic break even, and Billy embarks on a murderous rampage while dressed as Santa, punishing those he deems naughty uh, in violent ways. The film tracks Billy's descent into madness and his violent spree, juxtaposing the joyous holiday season with graphic horror. His past trauma and the failure of the adults in his life to properly address it are key elements in this transformation into a killer. Many notable aspects in this film, obviously the controversy, the film's portrayal of Santa Claus as a murderer was highly controversial uh, and leading to protests and a significant media backlash. The controversy helped cement this film's cult status. And technically, it's not Santa. It is a guy who dresses up like Santa. So while there are, I'm sure, Santa movies where Santa is the actual killer, uh, this he is not. It is just somebody dressed up as Santa. This movie also has graphic violence. Silent Night, Deadly Night features graphic violence and gore, typical of the slasher genre, especially in the 1980s. Uh, the themes of this film were very notable. The film explores themes of trauma, the impact of childhood experiences, and the clash between social expectations of the holiday joy and the darker aspects of human psychology. Silent Night, Deadly Night is often remembered for its role in the history of horror cinema as a controversial and influential film. Its legacy includes several sequels, of course, and a loose remake, reflecting on its lasting impact in the genre. Uh, this movie is kind of wild. Uh, it is a great, campy, gory slasher film, uh, and... This actor's portrayal as the killer is wild, uh, is very interesting. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, I actually did like this movie. It is a crazy movie, though. It is like, it is the, it is a cult classic type of a movie, right? You are not, this, none of these films, aside from the loose remake, which is kind of narratively the most normal film film, uh, this one is, is what you would kind of expect from like just a, a chaotic B horror slasher film. Uh, but it is great. However, it is not my favorite. It is only my second favorite. So that's why coming in number two is Silent Night, Deadly Night. Let's take a quick break from the show. 
Listeners, are you ready to take your experience with the Ray Taylor Show to the next level? Dive into Inspired Disorder Plus for just $5 a month. You unlock a world of premium content that's sure to satisfy your every entertainment and artistic craving. Imagine enjoying the Ray Taylor Show a full week completely ad-free in both audio and video formats, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. Get exclusive access to live painting archives. Be the first to lay your eyes on the new paintings from the many faces. And enjoy members-only discounts and deals that will have you coming back for more. With a treasure trove that includes a podcast back catalog, boasting 14 unique shows and over 600 episodes, personal insights through Ray Taylor's own blog, creative writing to spark your imagination, and an interactive Ask Me Anything section. Inspired Disorder Plus is a feast for the curious mind. Ready to elevate your entertainment game? Head on over to inspireddisorder.com plus and become a member of an exclusive club. Dive in, indulge, and inspire your senses. Now let's get back to the show. And now we move on to my favorite film in the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise. The, my, this was the most fun film this has Christmas. This has big, interesting swings. This has a very mild connection to the film that came before it. And that film, my favorite of the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise, is Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker. Coming in at number one. Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker is a 1991 horror film directed by Martin uh, Katrosser. It is the fifth and final film of the original Silent Night, Deadly Night film series. Unlike the previous films, which primarily focus on a killer Santa, uh, the Toymaker takes a different approach centering around killer toys. The cast in this, you have Mickey Rooney as Joe Petto, an uh, eccentric Toymaker. You have William Thorne as Derek Quinn, a young boy who becomes the main target of the Deadly Toys. You have Jane Higgins, or sorry, Jane Higginson as Sarah Quinn, Derek's mother. You have Brian Bremer as Pino Petto, Joe Petto's strange and withdrawn son. You also have Tracy Frame as Noah Adams, Sarah's friend and potential love interest. Uh, and you also have the woman from the fourth film showing up as the friend of uh, Sarah uh, as well, who has a kid, who adopted the kid at the end of <laughs> the uh, initiation. It's a very, very loose connection to the fourth film. Uh, but in this movie, the film opens with a young boy named Derek receiving a mysterious package containing a toy that ends up killing his father, stepfather, uh, or his father. Tra traumatized by the incident, Derek stops speaking and becomes wary of all toys. His mother, Sarah, seeks to understand the strange occurrence and protect her son. The story leads them to Joe Petto, a local toy maker, and his son, Pino. Uh, Petto's toy shop features a variety of bizarre and potentially dangerous toys. As Christmas approaches, more deadly toys from Petto's shop begin to cause havoc and deaths in the community. 
The narrative delves into the dark cent- uh, secrets behind Joe Petto and his toy shop, revealing disturbing twists and revealing and revelations about Petto's family. The film builds towards a climax involving the true nature of Pino and the sinister intentions behind the toy shop's creation. There are many notable aspects in this movie, as there are in all these movies. Of course, the departure from the series norm, like its immediate, uh, from its immediate predecessor, the toy maker, uh, diverges significantly from Killer Santa theme uh, of the first two films of the franchise, focusing instead on a different aspect of holiday horror. You have Mickey Rooney's role, notable. Uh, who publicly criticized the first Silent Night, Deadly Night film for its portrayal of Santa Claus, uh, stars as the toy maker, adding a sense of irony to the film. Also, the themes of this are very notable. The film explores themes of grief, trauma, and loss of innocence, especially as they relate to childhood and the holiday season. Uh, great horror elements in this. The concepts of killer toys adds a unique twist to the series with the film featuring several creatures and macabre death scenes uh, involving the toys and some of the toys uh, in reference to uh, initiation, bug-related toys. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker received mixed reviews with some viewers uh, appreciating its quirky and unique take on the holiday horror, while others found it to be a lackluster conclusion to the series. The film is often viewed by fans of cult horror and the uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise, uh, appreciated it for its bizarre plot and the novelty of its killer toys, uh, of its killer toy concepts. First off, Pedo. Uh, not a great last name for somebody who works uh, in anything related to children, but very interesting that his name is Joe Petto, like Geppetto, the person who made toys, specifically a toy that was a boy and his little son, Pino, which may be in reference to Pinocchio, uh provides an interesting twist to this movie the end of for this movie's great i love this movie this is by far my favorite one killer toys great back to christmas the kid that plays Derek is amazing uh acting with his face you have uh you have kind of a lot of weird other things going on and characters that are involved but the aspect with uh, the toy maker Joe and uh, seeing the reality of his family and his son and how it all concludes is wild. It is wild. The guy who plays Pino is amazing. He is a great actor, this kid um, playing Pino, because he is absolutely weird. So weird in the most terrifying way. Uh, yeah, just such a fun movie, uh, great kill scenes, just so much fun, interesting twist. Um, yeah, I love so much of it. Great movie. That's why coming in at number one, my favorite of the franchise is Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. And of course, the one movie that did not make it, the honorable mention, is Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, which... 
is a shame. This one should have been number five, at least number five. However, the first half of this movie is all flashbacks from the younger brother of the first killer of the first movie talking to a a psychologist that's interviewing him, which makes the entire first, at least 50 first 50 percent of this movie, all flashbacks to the first movie. Every beat of the first film is we see again. You are watching the first movie again for the beginning half to two-thirds two-thirds of this of this sequel. Then he finally gets out and there's actually some story of Ricky going through town just shooting people, saying his catch line garbage day. Uh, that stuff is great, but the first part of this movie that is just footage all of the footage from the first movie re shown again uh it was tough getting through this movie it was very tough the performance by ricky is wild as well uh i loved what happens once it finally gets to an actual movie but everything before that was just if this had just been a short film it would have it would have been probably my third favorite but uh it 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 was a bummer it was it was definitely a bummer and a movie where i don't know it's just it's just so wild that it it turned out to be the way it it did uh but regardless honorable mention silent night deadly night part two which is barely a movie uh but let's recap my list and we will get out of here we'll go on our jolly little way This is my top five movies from the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise ranked. Starting off with number five is Silent Night, the reboot. Number four is Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch out! Coming in number three is Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Initiation. Moving to number two is Silent Night, Deadly Night, the original, and my number one favorite movie from the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise, by a mile, is Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker. I would love to hear your thoughts on this franchise, how you would rank these movies, uh, and if if you gave up on this franchise and haven't seen the fifth film, I highly recommend you do it. You don't have to watch any of the other films. You don't have to know anything else from any of the other films. If all you want to do is watch a crazy Christmas horror film, watch Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker, and you will will thank me. And then you can go watch the other ones. You won't miss anything. It it becomes an anthology franchise at, at one point. Uh, But I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show. I do hope you enjoyed my ranking and analysis of my Top 5 movies from the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise. Let me know your rankings. Hit me up on social media. Let me know in the comments. Are there any films? Should I reconsider the second film? Uh, Join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform 
or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder where all these episodes are available in video format and don't forget to tune in next sunday for an all-new episode see you again next week for more top five subscribe to the ray taylor show on youtube and everywhere podcasts are found binge the full week ad free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus purchase ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com have a wonderful day everybody peace out today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about everything that you've been wanting every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real dreams can come true What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.